0: A half volley through mid-arm for four. Jeffrey Boy, 100, and the place to get it here on his home ground at Headingley. Got it!
1: Got it! Well deserved. A magnificent delivery from Darren Goff. Must be very close to five. Going!
0: What a patch this is for Ryan Sidebottom. You're listening to the Covers Off podcast with me, Tim Bresnan, from the Yorkshire County Cricket Club. And as promised, uh, after last week's star-studded podcast with Joe Root, which produced listeners from over 24 different countries, which is absolutely phenomenal, and thanks for your support, we've got another stellar guest for you this week in ex-England opener and Yorkshire stalwart Adam Live. So hopefully this will be as entertaining as previous weeks. And thanks for your support again. Please click uh, subscribe on your usual podcatcher. So let's try and get Adam on the phone right now. Adam, are you there bud? Press your sound on budge. Use, use sound. So there's a, there's a little tab in the bottom. Remember when we did it earlier and you had to click that use sound. Are your headphones connected? No. Right, you need to click on a little tab that says, here he is.
1: Right. I can hear you now. Hallelujah.
0: (laughs) Just quietly, are you in the bathroom?
1: No, I'm just in my lounge. Just got curtains, Got curtains, a little bit of privacy.
0: Oh, right, I thought you were a shower curtain. (laughs)
1: Oh, lovely.
0: Right, lad. Um, Welcome. Welcome to uh, the covers off. We're going to start with a little bit of a quiz. So you've copped a bit of stick on previous two pods. Yeah, yeah. So here's your chance to sort of hit back and get rid of that TAPS tag that you've been up for the last uh, 23 seasons. you were aware, for the listeners at home, or wherever it is that you're listening to, the TAPS is it stands for Thick As, and I'm sure you can guess the rest. Uh, something pig, pig, <laughs> uh, pig producers so that's been livey's nickname for the sort of last 23 seasons taps or taps mcleod sometimes depending on <laughs> what stupid he really gets i've uh, i've got a few questions for you just in case just to give you you know just to give the listeners you know some sort of context okay is, is there a spelling test involved in this no, but we can do a little bit of a spelling test if you want.
1: No, 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 you're all right.
0: So your first question anyway. So we've, we've got listeners uh, from many different countries. Well, according to the listener figures. So can you tell me where you think a few of these places are on the map? Right, so we've got Portugal. It's in Europe, Tim. Yes, whereabouts? What's its ne- well, closest country? Well, it's
1: net- closest, cl- closest country is Spain.
0: That's correct, Adam, well done.
1: Thank you, uh, ca- thank
0: you. Can- Canada, we've actually got listeners from Canada would you believe oh, Canada, what a lovely Canada. country Yeah it is, where is it? It's
1: next to USA next or attached to-, to USA America Which side? Um, uh, well it's slightly that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'll give you that just for the the listeners at home as well Livey was actually pointing west then <laughs> mm. uh, Philippines Lovely
1: oh, I don't really know. Not sure. That's the. Um, I'm gonna have a little guess at their neighbour country is Malaysia, but I know that's, that's not probably far, wrong. Not
0: not far off. Not far off. I'll give you that.
1: Oh, could be Vietnam, something like that. I don't
0: know. But um, yeah, we're actually just scrubbing our own backs here because uh, obviously we have had listeners from all of these countries, which is phenomenal, and we've had over three thousand listeners for the first cast, which is I think is pretty good. I was going to ask you where Chechnya is, which we have had a listener from Chechnya, but... No, not a clue. Right, question two. If you drive 60 miles at 60 miles per hour, how long will it take you? I really haven't got a clue, an hour. Spot on, Budge. You see, my gosh. You see, this is why you're not tapped, saying. Well. I always defend you. I always do defend you when the lads get stuck into you. Right, question. A lot, of these, nailed that. a lot of these. You've nailed they that gonna one. Are
1: going to get a lot easier or are they going to get harder?
0: No, they're pretty much of a muchness, to be honest. Right, how many eggs in a dozen? Uh, I think that's 12. That's spot on, mate. Well done. Right, if, if you took a train from Leeds to Manchester, roughly what direction are you heading in? West. Bang on, mate. Bang on. You yes. You yes. nail, absolutely nailed
1: yeah, it. I think that's the driving though, isn't it? You're going West him when you got to go to Manchester, so you look at look at road signs. Head for head for West, you can't go wrong. That's spot on mate. Who needs a satnav? Who needs a satnav?
0: Well, well, you've got an extensive knowledge of the road network in your head, haven't you? I bet you know every single service yeah. from here to Tamworth.
1: Mm, no. I know you do. <laughs> I love a good service station stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, quality. Why well, we actually got you on? I'll get your cricket and story from you. So, you know, how did you start playing cricket? How did you get into it as a sport? When did you actually know that you wanted to be a professional? If you just take us through your story?
1: Yeah, um, obviously, grew up um, watching, my, watching my dad, really. Um, every Saturday and, and Sunday, we used to um, go to the Turnbull ground, which is Whitby's home ground. We'd um, obviously get there quite early. So, yeah, I would um, go down with mum and dad, um, brother and sister, Heidi Ashley, and... We would um, just watch Dad play really, and poor Mum and my Granddad would um, have to throw balls for hours and upon end in the corner. I'd go out to the to the toss really to watch me. The Dad was captain as well, so I'd go out and do the toss with him, and uh, so it's all started from there really. Um, watching my old man play, watching my uncle as well, and watching my Granddad really, and then I obviously started playing myself for Whitby Juniors, Scarborough Juniors, and then made me debut at Scarborough at 13 in the Yorkshire League, and then it went from, went from there really. So. But my first love as a child was, was football, and really when I knew I wasn't going to be good enough to make it football, probably around about the age of 16, I took cricket a lot more seriously. And from about the age of 16, realised that I wanted to be a cricketer.
0: Right, so that early. And, and, you know, there's obviously you mentioned a little bit of football there, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I didn't really want to go down that route.
0: Because but... I was sat next to a dinner, um, your actual first testimonial dinner, which I suppose we should touch on a little bit. It was your dad that was saying that um, Ashley was a better cricketer and you were the better footballer but then you ended up playing professional cricket and obviously you ended up playing professional football.
1: Uh, I'm not sure I believe that really, but I know he did say that and he always has said to me if I'd have gone down the football route, I'd have made it, but I, I begged to differ really. And uh, Ashley was far superior than me at football and I'm uh, not blowing smoke at my, my own backside, but I thought I was a lot better than Ashley at cricket. So I thought I've we, well, we, we both definitely made the right choice, him going in the football direction and, and me going cricket. But, yeah, I did have trials for Man City and that didn't go... Well, it went all right, but I was never better than them, them guys at Man City, so I, I just thought it would be easier to, to make it at cricket, which I think I've made the right choice.
0: And you have as well. So, actually, yeah, we got better get on to your testimonial. Do we know what's going to happen with your testimonial? Uh, yeah, no, it, still...
1: No... But, um, so a lot of my um, listeners
0: will be wondering that as well, if they've, you know, booked tickets for events and stuff like that, which are now cancelled. Do want to know if, that's, if it's got everything? Yeah, as,
1: as, go as far as... Our testimonial, whether it's going ahead or not this year, is we're still on the unknown. Um Mark will get back to us um as soon as possible, but I'm, I'm sure the club's got bigger worries than my testimonial at um, at the minute. But as soon as we hear anything, then it'll be out on social media. But yeah, there's obviously not what we can do with, obviously, the situation that we're in at the minute. And there's more important things, I guess, obviously saving lives and things like that. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it, is, it is next year and hopefully it'll be a success. I just thought
0: maybe, you know, with everything, it might have just got a full postponement until next year. I think that's probably the most logical thing that could probably happen, isn't it? And and probably the best thing for you as well.
1: Yeah, I really hope so. But like, like I say, until that until decision is made, then who knows? Um. But yeah, I really do hope it is postponed and, and it is next year. So yeah, hopefully we can forward yeah. to
0: we know a lot of people put in a lot of effort to get those events off the ground and it's like, you know, when I had my testimony, it takes, it takes a hell of a lot of effort from, you know, a lot of people working very hard to, to you know, even get tables sold and events organised and things like that so, it just got yeah. sort of, a bit wasted now, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I feel really, really sorry for, obviously, my committee really who've, who've worked tire, tirelessly really and Tracy, I feel really, really sorry for, for Tracy really, she's worked an absolute socks off and unfortunately nothing's going to go ahead or we think nothing's going to go ahead. So, yeah, I'm really grateful for everything that my committee's done, really. It's been, I really really was, well, really looking forward to the year ahead, really. But unfortunately, with how things are at the minute, I think the best thing is to probably postpone it and have it next year, hopefully.
0: Absolutely, mate. So, back onto the cricket side, you know, how sort of your progression from a 14-year-old, that's all we know so far. So, what was it like when you first, you know, made the step up into the Yorkshire team?
1: Yeah, it was... It was absolutely a dream come true. got went through the through the age group, some under-11s, right the way through. And to make my debut, um, yeah, it was a dream come true at, at Chester, Chester Street. And didn't got quite a plan, but a few innings later and a few games later, I was uh, batting with you at Trent Bridge and got my first uh, 100. So, uh, yeah, that was... I've never seen you run so fast, Bres But, yeah, for a single...
0: <laughs> Easy, mate. That might come back and bite you. I've got a lot more questions.
1: <laughs> no, nah, it was obviously fantastic to play for... The white rose and put on that shirt and like I say i've played now for 12 13 years in the first team it's not been nothing but uh, enjoyable so far
0: definitely all like right we've enjoyed having you around as well i mean you absolute pleasure to play cricket with like count you as one of my best mates you know that cheers you know, i'll drink to
1: think,
0: that i'll drink to that as well budge.
1: love that love that right uh is there
0: anything you still want to achieve in cricket
1: i, I still want to i still have got ambitions of playing for England again so yeah, hopefully, if we ever get back out on the field, hopefully puts a lot of runs on the big scores for Yorkshire and I still want to pull on the England shirt again. So, yeah, I want to try and force work back into the England team.
0: I think you can, bud, you know.
1: I hope so, Tim. I really do.
0: So, what? Do you, what? how do you feel? As though, what's your best way into the England side right now?
1: Um, I think my best way in is, is pretty simple, to be honest, Bres Just cheering out a hell of a lot of runs. So... I guess churn out a lot of big scores and winning match winning scores and I guess you never know.
0: So fairly it simple. Would have
1: been pretty simple, yeah. where it runs. I can't ignore big scores, which is what I did in two thousand and fourteen. Scored big big hundreds and a few double hundreds, so I guess I've got to do that. Definitely. Or just give root give root a few quid, even though I don't need it, but give Root a few <laughs> quid and you never know.
0: It <laughs> might at the minute. Wait game's going. <laughs> After your cricket career, would you contemplate moving into coaching?
1: Um, I've, I've done a little bit of coaching over the last couple of seasons really and I, I've really enjoyed it but I think at the minute I, I'd like to go into the umpiring really? uh, side of it, yeah. Right. I've got my signal if you if you want it, my signal's slow death, Rudy Kurtzon.
0: Yeah, a bit Rudy Kurtzon that.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I, think, I think I'd think i like to go down that route at the minute. I mean, hopefully five or six years down the line, hopefully I've got five or six more years of playing really.
0: So what's the, what's the qualification, like how do you go about Moving from player to umpire, have you got all that sort of box boxes Uh, ticked or parceled off or what?
1: You have to do go to a few, I guess, courses and things like that. And you've got to do a load of exams, got to pass the exams, know all all the rules and regs. And then as soon as you pass those, as
0: an an official of the game, I would imagine that you have to know the rules. Yeah, are you saying you don't know the rules as a player?
1: The book's about this big, and you know, I struggle reading, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then you've got to do so many hours as well. So, like Midder's, for example, went to Oz for a couple of uh, winters and did a lot of umpiring out there, in, like league cricket, junior cricket. So, I guess when it gets nearer to, the, nearer to the time, I'll be doing a lot of that stuff junior stuff, league stuff when, when it gets to it, working right. my way up. Yeah. Starting at the bottom again. Good stuff. Absolutely.
0: Twitter questions. They've been a bit few and far between actually like this so what I'm actually going to do because I, I put a shout out on the lads group. Oh God. Yeah. So Richie P wants to know who's who should be hosting this with me but he's been uh, furloughed. Why does it always snow in Whitby? Um. Well I, I don't know what he's referring to. I think it might be the fact that you seem to have a lot more snow days than everyone uh, else pre-season.
1: Well, Unfortunately well it does snow obviously I'm, I'm by the sea but I've got a really, really steep hill towards Gougland and it is an absolute <laughs> nightmare. And when it snows, I can't get up it. Even with a four by four, can't get up it.
0: Do you ever think about moving a bit closer to the ground?
1: No, snow does it are brilliant, aren't they?
0: Well no, no, but like you obviously commute to the to Edinley every day from Whitby.
1: No, well I've always done it Tim. I love living where I where I live and obviously got got a family here and everything's settled. So no I don't I don't want to move from Whitby. I love Whitby and so what you're saying to me on. is what you're
0: saying to me is you can take the lad out of Whitby, but you Absolutely. can't take the lad out of Whitby. Absolutely. I like it. Right, another question that's coming. What gave you more enjoyment? You're 160 against North Ants in the T twenty. or you five Sorry, mate, one six one. Yeah. Oh, you five for. Sorry, mate, 161. Yeah. You five for?
1: Oh, definitely one six one.
0: Right, okay. Uh all right, swift so moving swiftly on. Mushy peas were you fish and chips? No. Or curry sauce? Nothing. Nothing.
1: No just plain oh, up fish t- and chips a little, little bit of tartar sauce perfect no mushy peas no curry sauce no beans just straight up without we'll a bit of left and right a bit of salt and pepper vinegar oh, no yeah a yeah. little bit of few few scraps perfect
0: now back on to another sensible question what was the hardest thing about stepping up to test level the quality of the bowlers or the pressure from the media
1: Uh, i definitely think the pressure of the media saying that I did find the the Aussie attack very very tough, but I think the scrutiny of the media was 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 harder. That's an interesting one. That
0: because you'd think you'd think straight away that obviously test cricket,
1: like I I had
0: this experience as well, that it'd be a lot lot more difficult. You know, the standard would be more up there but it is you know you do get test standard players in first class cricket don't you obviously the other season yeah
1: don't get me wrong the the standard of cricket is obviously better than first class class, but I think the New Zealand series to me wasn't that much of a big step up it was the the ashes with all the media and everything was just that that bit more hyped and if I'd probably have coped with that side of it probably better who knows I might have played a, a few more games but yeah I did find it tough and you just couldn't get away from either seeing yourself nick off or the media just having a go at you really.
0: Fair, fair, fair point. Um if you could have a beer with one person, live or dead, who would it be?
1: <sighs> uh probably David Beckham actually. Really? Beck's mm. Bex, yeah. Not a bad shot to be fair, that Budge. Why? You know what, I, I think he, he did a hell of a lot for English uh, football and I just like the he's obviously a, a huge celebrity rat right, as well as just being a footballer. And I think what he's what he's done's been amazing really, so and I always liked the way he played football. To be honest, carried the English team for five or six years. Scored that amazing free kick, I think, at Old Trafford against uh, Greece to get us to the the Euros, which was was immense. So I'd like All to have a beer with, I'd like to have a beer with uh, David Beckham.
0: Time for time for uh, funny stuff now, or oh, good stuff. Give me your top three if you've got them on top of your head. Top three best stories about anyone or anything from Tor. Dressing room, blacking about with the boys, nights <sighs> out, or whatever. Just spill the beans. It's called the covers off for a reason.
1: Ah, oh, tough one. Um, probably Mags. Definitely gonna be something on to do with Mags, really. Probably he's throwing his undies at the wall. If the at Scarborough, he's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, go on. What happened? They're stuck. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well, well, obviously not not everyone's going to know this, but uh, what did he used to say when he threw his, his pants at wall?
1: wall? Along the lines of if the if they don't stick,
0: you've not had a match fee. That,
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So basically, what he was saying was, you know, you've got to have battered that long <laughs> that your pants stick to the wall. Absolutely. Otherwise, otherwise you've not had a match fee. The old snipper's it got to be in there. The snipper, yeah. Go on. The snipper. Who is the snipper? Um, Do we know who the snipper is? I, really, the really uh,
1: There's probably a, there's going to be a few people in there. I think our old physio he got he got done with a t-shirt, which I'm not going to name any names, but I did see what happened. So that you caught a snipper funny. in action, did you? Yeah, there's there's so many snippers, though, is not there?
0: What are you talking about revenge snippings and stuff? Yeah. Have you ever snipped
1: anyone, bunch? Have I? Think, I've heard, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I was only young and I got told to do it by a certain player so and then I what you got told
0: to do it by the snipper or you got told to do it by
1: I got told when I was first few 12 man gigs I got told by a certain player to snip someone and as you do as a young player you do as you're told so I did it I felt really bad I bet you did I've never done it since
0: did you own up to it no see this is interesting stuff
1: honestly I've never done it again I'll I'll open up I'll actually be honest for any best I was listening it was me who did your digestive biscuits it was me It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> oh dressing room, John. Oh, or, or, or it wasn't Dizzy. What, what happened to this? What happened to the digestive biscuits? So, Sidi used to like smash people's food up and Johnny was being, I don't really know what went on, but Sidi just said, I bet you can't do his digestives." I think Johnny was having a bit of a Johnny moment. So he went out of the room and I smashed him to about a thousand bits. And he and he blamed poor John, dressing room John. I said John ran over. I
0: remember I
1: said said John went over with a with his trolley. (laughs) (laughs) I was only joking as well, but he thought he 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 ran after John. John, where's all my biscuits?
0: Oh my god! I've gone here. We've got one little segment which we're doing with everyone, or we have done. We did it with Ruti anyway, so he's, he's set the benchmark. So I've got a little timer out on my watch now. What's, what's, what's the subject? You will get to know in a second. I'm not giving you any. Right. So you've got 30 seconds to name as many of Steve's yes. nicknames as you can. Go. Uh,
1: Pato, Dead Man, Goat, Corpse, um, Sight Screen Teeth. Coco pop back. Um, Granddad balls. Can I say that? Yeah yeah, of
0: course you
1: can. Sorry. Um, what else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, mine's gone blank here. Um, splats, up. splats. There Take we your go. Time's
0: up, mate. Your time's up, oh. I think it was eight. I'm trying. count my fingers. I think it's eight or nine. I might have missed one out. I'm not
1: trying being funny, look. but I wrote down about forty-three when we were at Skybar last year on whiteboard.
0: I know, yeah.
1: Oh, stinker.
0: Do you want to know how many root he got?
1: Oh, I don't know. 20 odd.
0: No, he got 12.
1: Yeah. Rash loves calling him Blacktooth. He got 12, mate.
0: Root, oh. Really got 12.
1: Oh, well, he's, he's better than me, isn't he? <laughs> At what? <laughs> Pretty much everything. Apart <laughs> uh, from yeah. golf, to be fair, golf I've got him covered at golf. Golf and darts. Yeah, I've got him covered at darts.
0: Brilliant. We're going to go quick fire now. So quick fire is basically person that pops into your head. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's only five, five or six. Best innings? In? Uh, my tsh-
1: no, hundred and seven against New Zealand, Edgley.
0: Best player that you've played with.
1: Um like Cup. Best bowler that you've faced. Anderson. Anderson. Jimmy Anderson. Six
0: players that you've got to have in a six aside from any, any football cricket. Or, football or cricket? Cricket. Your best Ooh. six aside team from people that you've played with.
1: Right. I'll have you in there. I'll have you. Well,
0: cheers. Balance.
1: You balance. Got to have a good gotta have good drinkers. McGrath.
0: <laughs> there's a theme there's a theme developing here
1: graph and the funnies you know what pato he'll get me home he'll get me home at night pato he's got me in there <laughs> four five um we'll have rooty we'll have rooty in there england skipper we'll have him in there six buff
0: right okay that's not a bad balance either no I suppose we've got spinners two spinners four batters and Love two it. seamers yeah great yeah great balance and probably the funniest group of uh, six lads you could probably put in, in the same room. Yeah, I love that. We won't get any sleep, though, that's a problem.
1: Uh it's six aside, it's all right. Six overs.
0: <laughs> right, Budge, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to leave it there, because that's been quality. Thanks no very worries. much, It's
1: right. been all right.
0: Yeah, no, you've been good. Have a good night.
1: Good all right, mate. Catch, catch you. Cheer up. You get this thing
0: off now? you've been listening to the covers off podcast with me Tim Bresnan from the Ox County Greek Club thanks for listening thanks for subscribing been absolutely fantastic in the reviews and all the listening figures so far that was Adam Lithe and next week we're leading you into another test star from a different country this time it's our overseas it who's actually in in South Africa as we speak it is Dwan Oliphier. thank you guys stay safe stay home and Click subscribe. Thank you.